Hello everyone and welcome to a, another podcast, Avic, myself and Nicola. Morning. And um, yeah, it's been a very interesting morning today. I'm just going to start because Nicola and I met for a cup of tea, cup of tea, not supper, um, yesterday and we were discussing how there are like two realms of parents, one that actually attempt to get their kids to school at on time even though they might fail by a couple minutes and one that just dropped their kids off at any particular time and um we were having this conversation yesterday and now I think it's absolutely hilarious that I definitely fell into realm two this morning so um I was dropping elders off and she said how late are we this morning mummy I said actually we are 35 slash 40 minutes late but in your defence... Okay, give me defence. You were going to get cash out for her. Yes. I'm assuming for the book fair. Yeah. Yeah. And then that ATM was closed and I went to another one. But I realised the secret. Yeah. I feel Keep like, cash in your wallet. Well, that's the secret. But I feel like maybe... So this morning, everyone, I did a 19 minute... It was 19 minutes. Not 20. 19 minutes of meditation. Yeah that and alongside um i had a client cancellation this morning so i feel like in general i was a little bit just a bit more like okay darling when you're ready let's get some money oh look the atm is shut down no problem let's go to another atm can i just say if you were to look at us right now you can absolutely tell which one of us meditated this morning and which one of us has sat in the car firing off a ranty email to the principal about numerous shit. I mean, it is very apparent. We so, are both, though, by the way, two days away from the from the period. Yeah, we are. And it is quite funny because yesterday, Rowena did come over to my house. So I collected all the children from school, which is a whole other flipping saga. Because they all come out of different doors at exactly the same time. <laughs> but they're all five minutes apart. So somebody <laughs> is always late. And they always want to tell you that they were the last that they were the last Did i know the eldest of yours say that yeah. yesterday and i'm like you're the last mummy i know <laughs> it's not possible I, because i am carrying three children's bags and water bottles and everything and i'm the person who had to walk around does my eldest collect... give it to you well because i just take she? no I, I just take all the bags i'm like the donkey and then words with her at home they either walk in front or behind me you know probably because i'm just too embarrassing to be seen with so they either sort of group in front or behind me and I just carry the bag like a donkey. <laughs> I only take little Fs, by the way, when yeah. I come to collect all of them and that's it. Well, she just pulls that She just gives it to like, me. I'm still little. But she's well, also so cute. She just gives it to me. Yeah, like, of course she does. <laughs> Thank you, Fs. She never carries her bag. But never. Like, Here you are. Thank you. She, honestly, she is such a little... She's so You can tell this child has grown up in the Middle East. Because she's like, so Like, she cute. wouldn't even carry a water bottle. She, she is, is so literally cute, like, though. somebody does this for me. She's such a cutie. We have to say that, don't we? I actually saw this... No, she's really cute. And I actually saw this um, funny-ish... It's not really that funny, is it? But video that um, Mr. T sent me the other day of a golden retriever... And he comes to the school bus every day and carries the kid's bag. Oh, my god! And he's like, maybe we should teach Snoop this. I was like, Snoop doesn't move 100 metres, so that would not, that would not work. I, no. Is he still in his puppy chewing mode as well? He is He'd still. He'd probably eat the bag, yeah, wouldn't he? He still is in puppy chewing mode. I was trying to explain it, because we're going completely off tangent. We'll come back to you in a minute. Puppy um, 
popping over. I was trying to explain to a friend the other day. He was like, so you have a dog and he doesn't walk. I was like, yeah, to be fair, he doesn't have, he has a bit of a hip issue. But I said, it's like a social walker, like you'd be a social smoker. So <laughs> he basically, if he sees other dogs, he will walk. Yeah. He's like socially walker. But as soon as he realizes he's just stuck with me, we just sit down. We go for an yeah. hour walk, which is five minutes walking and 55 minutes of people watching. This is my kind of dog. This is exactly the sort of dog I need. I do not want a hound that I have to walk four times a day for, like, miles. It's just... Oh. My friend, though, said that I think the dog was sent to you to make you chill out. Like, you know how your dog... Chill ch- out? You did 19 <laughs> minutes of meditating, even though you were late for school. Do you need to chill out anymore? She's at 5 a.m., yeah. Oh, 5 a.m.? Yeah. And you're still late? <laughs> have you been doing i had a client i promise in between and then walking snoopy it's nearly nine o'clock in the morning you've had four hours to get to school and you're still late okay need to tell you a little bit about this so first of all people tell you this so i pick up all the children take them back to my house and rowena comes over and she says shall i come for tea now we are both from southern england okay we're from the south yeah so we say tea is in a cup of tea, tea and our evening meal I always say supper yeah. unless I'm going out in which case I say dinner yeah. but I've got a lot of friends here who are northern and I've made this massive mistake before by inviting them over for tea and they thought they're coming for supper <laughs> and I just I'm like Earl Grey or English breakfast and they're like oh shit I thought you were doing a lasagna or something so I wanted to make sure. So Rowena did just come for tea, tea, which was lovely, and we are both wearing exactly the same <laughs> clothes this morning that we were wearing yesterday, but we just have messier hair. I did actually redo the hair for a little bit. I did whilst I, I was poured... driving. My children were looking at me as I was trying to steer with my knees. I pulled my pulled the bobble out, and I realised it was greasy. It needed yeah. some sort of washing, but. That's what a French plait does. Well, I, I, that's why I didn't. Did your hairdresser or your mum or someone used to say like, always have dirty hair for plaits? Like, yeah, she sticks better. Um, yes, but probably <laughs> because I've got lots of sisters and the school issue, school run was still probably a, an issue in the morning. Yeah. And when there's loads of long hair to do it's with, myth. it's probably easier just to say, oh, it's much easier to do it if it's dirty. Or, not... oh, knits. Yes. Oh do you remember God. being told? I remember, definitely, my mum saying that knits loved clean hair. Yes. So I reckon... But is that true? I don't know. She probably just made it I up still so that so she bad. only had to wash her hair like once a week. Yeah. But I remember getting them really bad when I was little. And in the only way, in the end, my mum got this electric zapper. <gasps> Are you serious? <laughs> no, but actually it was good. It's like an electric clove. <laughs> zip, like a, like the mosquito zappers. But as it touches something, the only point is if you ever like, touch your, like, like, I don't know, a small pimp or something on your head, it would also zap it. Zap, um, zap it was the only thing. I was so sick with knits. So I sick. do remember having them quite a lot. Obviously, as they say, had very long hair, lots of sisters. We just all used to have it quite a lot. And my children, I think my eldest has had them twice and the youngest had them once. Do they have them here though? Is it too hot? No, it was in England, but we found out here it was really bad. So before we moved here a few years ago, we came on a couple of trips to come and kind of suss it out. And one day 
we had gone for lunch in this really nice hotel and we were sat in a restaurant and my daughter starts itching at the back of her hair and I'm like oh you okay maybe it's a shampoo or new shampoo or something oh, and no. she leans forward oh, no. and she literally flicks it and a knit falls out on the table no. <laughs> in a restaurant and I'm like oh great we've all got knits and then we all had it my husband had it I had it all what of us had it and I had to go and get knit treatment and we just all oh. I know <laughs> do you feel itchy oh, no, no, no. Fly. There is, is a fly. Is it a fly? A mosquito. It's a fly. Oh. I thought you were doing that thing when you talk about nips and something makes your head itch. I did and then I looked down and was like, nope, it's actually a fly. Oh. Did you think you had them in your arm hair yeah. or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Absolutely disgusting. <sighs> Whoa, gone so off tangent here. So we've basically... What are we talking about? I can't We remember. sound disgusting, don't we? We're still wearing the same clothes that we wore yesterday. <laughs> we've just admitted we don't wash our hair very often and we used to have a huge amount of nits as children. But my my daughter, my eldest daughter, her hair with knits. Can you imagine trying I to go through that with that coat? That's what I'm trying to imagine. That's why I'm just like, should we just... I can imagine John's, uh, Mr. James' face as well. Well, he doesn't comb it. I do it. <laughs> you comb his hair? No! <laughs> my daughter's. I don't comb his hair. What have to be doing? Dear you see, me. you have them all lined up. <laughs> I did Jane on that. Included. I did on that occasion have them all lined up, sat on the edge of the bed with a towel round them. Everybody's got the treatment in, and then I went just crazy washing everything. You need the zapper. Yeah, I need the zapper. I'll ask my mum where the zapper came from. Yeah, I'm going to ask your mum. She'll Where's know. Where's the zapper? Yeah. But isn't it funny when something that you thought of as a child and you've grown up all your life thinking it was true, and then it kind of blows your mind when you realise it was a complete myth. This happened to me the other day. It wasn't all my life either. But there are a few beaches where we are that are man-made and some that are natural. Mm. Anyway, we were doing a talk with um, someone. <laughs> blew my mind. And they were talking about how the sand had been imported here. Yeah. But even on the natural beach. Anyway, um, I was almost just because it's slightly nicer sound. I couldn't listen to any of the talk after that for a while because I was like, "No, I know there are certain areas that are man-made." Yeah, but the natural beach is natural. Yeah, but they still probably bought extra nice, silky, softy sand. No, so so that blew my mind because I was like, "No, there has to be some natural beach." I think I'm either extremely gullible or I'm not really sure yeah. but there I can think of a lot of things I've been told in my life like animals you know when animals swear to be die, true and then you get told something by your parents so I remember laughing about this thinking oh I feel sorry for those kids where the parents have told them something yeah and it hasn't happened and then I realized only a few years ago that actually Barney who was a pony was shot and yeah. I honestly thought he was given away because he was really naughty. Oh, did you? Yeah. So it was just funny that I've been laughing at all these people thinking, oh, it's really sad that their parents said those things. And then it dawned on me. My brother was like, no, Rowena, Bar- Barney? Yeah. He, was, he wasn't given away. Okay, can I tell Barney you a little story shot. about why that was much nicer for your parents to say that? Tell me. Because how old were you when Barney went away? <laughs> God knows. But I would have said, like, primary school, yeah. Okay. So say you're like eldest kind of age, say you're like eight, yeah. that kind of age. If your parents told you that actually he was going to be shot in the head, 
was that's... he shot in the head? Well, how do you think they kill them? I don't know. Do you actually know what they do? I'll tell you. No, don't tell me now. Should I tell you? It's horrific. I'll be no, 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 no. They don't do it now. So what they do now is they just give them an injection like they do for dogs <laughs> or cats or anything like that, okay? But what they used to do... <laughs> seriously, no, what they used to do is they would sound the horn for the hunt, for the hunt, like that. And then they'd shoot them in the head. But I never went oh. hunting, so I was like, this is going to terrify my horses. So what do you mean? So they do the horn? It's meant to make them sort of alert. Because I... No, I could have, <laughs> I could have this so wrong. Again, this is something that I've been... I've believed my whole life. I was always told that the hunt would come and take the take the take them away. And they would sound the horn and then shoot them. Please someone inform us about this. Okay, I'm going to tell you an even more horrific story. Oh, I don't know if I'm laughing. Am I crying or yeah, laughing? Yeah, you're crying and laughing. I'll tell you an even more oh, horrific story. That was a, probably a very lovely thing for your parents to tell you so that you didn't get extremely upset. Because when I was little, I had a pet guinea pig oh, no, who I loved very much. I think you might have told me this story, mm. did you? And um, the dog, who we also loved got into the guinea pig's cage and ate the guinea pig pardon oh no but he bit off his head and left what, his head what the f and just ate the body it's a dog the dog did so the only bit that was left of the guinea pig was, was the, the body oh, the oh it was the head sorry the head the only bit that was left was the head now my parents should have just said we're really very sorry i think he made a little hole and he now lives in the woods and he ran away because that's the kind thing to do but i was absolutely insistent i wouldn't believe he died unless they showed me oh no so what they did they didn't tell me what happened but they got the head and then they wrapped it in a tea towel and held it like a little baby swaddled right did the head fall out said here he is he's gone to sleep say night 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 and I stroked his nose and it fell fell on the floor (laughs) and to this day I have a massive issue with beheading and my husband gets really annoyed about this because he's like it was a long time ago and like what do you mean you have an issue with beheading like (laughs) I swear this podcast should come with trigger warning like it's a ridiculous but I do so if I ever have a nightmare it's normally something like even now at my age in my 30s I cannot watch a film if there's anything about beheading I can't do that anyway I just can't Oh, that's so sad. It's awful, isn't it? I remember, though, you know, we always talk about how I have that hysterical laughter. Yeah. Actually, we should talk about the energy healing. That was really embarrassing. But, yeah, we'll come to that. Um, So... We have so much to talk about, and I will just say the reason why. So we said that we were going to do a weekly podcast. It's turning out to be a monthly one. (laughs) Because it's visiting season, isn't it? So you've had, what, your mum, your brother, then you've got your sister-in-law coming. yep. And brother-in-law, two brothers. I, I've had my in-laws come twice, twice. Yeah, twice. No, it's in three months. Season, so we haven't had much catch-up. But I remember this time when I was. Um, so I must have been the same age as eldest, around eight. It was so inappropriate. I still remember it now. So my friend had a um, pen out, like outside in the garden. So it was like a pen, but I guess you could get in over the top of guinea pigs and rabbits. Yeah. And I still remember this. So this dog had come out of the woods because we, where we used to live oh, in the UK, it was like back yeah. to the woods. Came out. Um, anyway, it 
gone into the pen and got hold of Mr. Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> I remember laughing, but because I was so anxious, like, um, um, I think your dog just came and ate, took Mr. Buttercup. And he, <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing, which was so awful, because then my friend was just in floods of tears crying, and I was laughing, she was crying. It was just so awful. And then I remember, like, we had to go and tell her mum, which I was laughing telling her mum, which is even worse, like some psycho laughing about a bunny rabbit and taking my dog. And she had to run into the woods with a stick, like, hitting the stick. And then the bunny rabbit came back. We had to take it, and it had a heart attack on the way <laughs> to the vet. But I just remember laughing and then being like, this is so inappropriate, Rowena. Even at eight, I was like, this is not what I should be doing. I should be crying. But I was laughing hysterically. What's wrong with me? Can I that? just ask you, what are you like at a funeral? Awful. Do you laugh? No. Sometimes I have moments of that, but honestly, the so I've had few funerals um, with close relatives and or people that because it very is close to it me. is something that happens, isn't it? When you no. find something really no, really I difficult. I'm so embarrassing though. This one funeral I went to um, was with my really good Italian friend, and I'd never met the lady yeah. ever. Um, we'd gone to Italy, and she's like a grandma. She had yeah passed away um so we went and visited her body in the in her house yeah that's all i'd ever met her yeah went to the funeral i cried so much because they had professional whalers there oh. i cried so much they thought i was the granddaughter oh and people word. were coming up to console me i never oh. met her i was literally in floods of tears but the only thing i could think of it, it just happened after my granddad had passed away maybe yeah. a couple of years ago so i but i was hysterically crying you know how I hysterical yeah. laughter, but yeah. the opposite. And this is how I am at any like most funerals. I just, I think I just get swept up by everyone's emotion, and then I'm just. It's that really embarrassing thing. It's a bit like how I'm at the cinema. That's why no, none of my friends take me to cinema <laughs> because I was so embarrassing. Like even this is so off topic. But... What about a children's film? No, no. So when I was pregnant with Littlest. Oh yeah, but that's uh, no. But this is extra. Calls, isn't it? Mr T decided to take me to a Marvel film because he was like. <laughs> There is no way. She, They're not even real people. There's no way she can cry. And where we are, there's a cinema where they give you blankets. <laughs> so we went to see the Marvel film. I don't even know the characters because I'm not into Marvel films no, so much. Um, one of the characters dies. <laughs> and, which happens Miss, in every film. Mr. T just saw, he turned his head and he was like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled the blanket up over my head and then my whole body was shaking. I was just crying, hysterically crying. And he, I remember him saying, even the eight year olds in front <laughs> They're not crying, but I was hit. Twice. You're just very emotionally aware. Oh, God, now. <clears throat> You're very emotionally aware. That's all. You're I in touch with a, your emotions. I have a good friend who refuses to take me to cinema now because I went to see that Time Traveller's. <gasps> the Time Traveller's wife. Yes. Can I tell you? Did you cry in that? Everyone cried. So my husband will remember if, if he listens to this because he came with me. I think he was the I'm only man in the cinema. One. He was, was the only man. flooding crying. Yeah. So it was literally full of ninety nine point nine percent women and just one man, <laughs> which was my husband. <laughs> And apparently he like went to the bathroom at the end and he came out and just everyone just a sea of crying women just walking out and he was like where's my one she's the one who's leaking a lot 
I was just literally in Could floods of tears. But you know how loud I am? So I went yeah. with this one friend. She refuses to take me anywhere anymore, cinema, because it was also not at the sad moment. So basically what had happened, something like in my head, I had decided that they were never going to see each other again. <laughs> so <laughs> there was all those cinematic pauses. It was so quiet. When the pressure got too much, that I just burst into floods of tears, hysterical cry. My friend just looked at me. And then the next scene they see each other again so that I couldn't stop laughing. She was like, seriously, we are never going to cinema again. She's like, you've been hysterically crying to the, in the pause when no one's crying. Yeah. And then you were laughing your head off. I was like, I know, because in my head they weren't going to see each other again. And the next oh. scene they saw each other again. Could stop laughing. Oh. I'm just very embarrassing. But tell everyone about my the energetic healing we did. Okay. <laughs> so... <clears throat> I'm trying to remember how long what was this about a month ago three weeks ago something yeah, like this yeah we haven't spoken about this yet no no uh, one of Rowena's clients a parent of theirs was doing what was it a sound sound, sound healing, healing meditation, meditation yeah, for the full moon and Rowena said oh it looks really interesting let's go <laughs> I was like okay let's go um I would say the downsides to it is driving down the motorway at night time, ready to do meditation, the whole and then story. have to drive all the way back again. Yeah. Wasn't very relaxing, was it? Well, I don't think, for me, it was dangerous. I was literally dangerous driving after that thing. Right. So, <laughs> to begin with, I hadn't driven to this place before. I'd been there. I'd been to the area, but I hadn't driven to it before. And so, I was following my sat-nav and just at the crucial moment uh, where I needed to know whether I was turning left or right Rowena suddenly decides to send me 18,000 messages about where she's parked her car <laughs> and they're all just pinging up on my WhatsApp ping, ping, ping taking up the whole fucking screen so I can't see I'm then 20 minutes in the wrong direction because I've gone the wrong what way you, you sent me the most funniest voice message at the time I was a bit scared though um, Rowena, could you stop sending me pictures of your parking i've missed the turning do not message me back to yeah. say anything i was like oh that's what i said didn't i yeah. i was like i will make it if i put my foot down as and long as you, you don't send me any more messages <laughs> so i get there and rowena is nicely making me a beautiful bed to sleep on hoping that this is her apology and she's there and she's going i got you a lovely blanket and a pillow and I'm like, yeah, that's great. Thanks very much. I'm really in the mood for meditation now. My heart beating like 200 beats a minute. I did give lots of pillows though. Lots of it was and lots of blankets. It was quite comfy, wasn't it? I got lots of lots of tools for you to relax into. Yeah. Um, it was a little odd, wasn't it? Well, we then started lying down, and I had that cough. Do oh, you remember? Okay, so this is a couple of a couple of weeks after we had COVID. And you developed this very, very <laughs> irritating cough only in the evenings. Wasn't it was it? like got way worse from say afternoon onwards, and all night I would normally be coughing, and then in the morning. But it was so pathetic. It, it was, was like, such <coughs> a. Pa- <coughs> it <was> like, <coughs> but it was like constant. It was constant, but it was so annoying. Yeah. You were like either cough properly or shut up. <laughs> it's like that irritation <coughs> thing. It's really weird. <laughs> so there was that. There was one woman who clearly wasn't bothered by it at all who must have been just... She slept the whole way through, she was she? Like, And she was like snoring. by our feet. 
just snoring her head off. Yeah, well, it was funny. So we started lying down, and then I realised that Nicola has a little bit of thing about loud noises. Oh, yeah. And I was lying there thinking, oh, God, not only if I, like, sent her 18,000 messages, she's had to, you know, race through traffic. She's just got here, and now she's lying down as a right big gong by her head. <laughs> she's going to hate me. <laughs> And I put her literally by the gong. I was right by the gong, wasn't I? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like thinking about it as it gonged. I was like, oh, do not stop laughing. Actually, I had a word myself. Do not start laughing now. This is not the time. Do Which not start laughing. It, but then you made it worse and you did get into a laughing fit. At the end, though. At the I end. I held it together. You held it together throughout and then you laughed hysterically. To the point I said, should we stay for tea? And you said, no. No. No, let's just let's just go. I think let's we need go. to go. Everybody else is in that so really calm, like chilled. Oh, that was so beautiful and I found it really relaxing. And you just looked like you've been to a comedy show and we had to get you out of there ASAP. So you didn't oh, offend anyone. anyone. Yeah, because I was like, actually I quite enjoyed it apart from holding on to the cough. Yeah. That is a bit difficult. Isn't it was because I just didn't want to cough. I was like, every time I think I was going to relax, I realised I was going to cough and then I had to kind of brace myself. It didn't feel, though, like 45 minutes, did it? About an hour and a half, I thought. <laughs> did no, you think? No, 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 it felt actually, less. No, no, it was, no, it was good. I did enjoy it. Would you do one again? I would do one again. I just think the thing I found really difficult... You know, like... Okay, so I try and explain this to my husband. Uh, if I have a massage, I home. really like somebody coming to my house to yeah. do it. And when my house is clean and tidy and I will light candles and have it very relaxing so once I've had the massage and they have gone I can just sit on the sofa and chill and drink some water whatever I don't find it relaxing to go to a beautiful hotel have a massage and then say thank you very much go and pay go down to the car Mm. park get my car and drive half an hour home on the motorway I would say it was dangerous for me do you not think I was like drunk after that thing yeah I was a little bit worried. I was worried. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to make it home. It's almost like drink driving after this energy thing. Yeah. It was really bizarre. You were a little bit la-la, weren't you? Yeah. I was like, I don't know what's going on. That was really bizarre. But you're right. Maybe we should invite the gongs round. To do it at my house? With the kids and with... Why with the children? (laughs) They'll just want to join in. You're just... You're asking the little ones not to want to bang the gong. That's not going to work at all. Maybe we'll send them into a trance. I don't think so. And I don't think they'll remember to do it in time. The woman's obviously done a fair bit of training yeah, to do that. Because you she? thought it she sounded like a CD, didn't you? I, initially, yeah. I said, have we been conned here? And she just said, everybody close your eyes. And she just sat back and pressed play. <laughs> this happened, though, to a client of mine. Luckily, she's very chilled. And she also thinks these things are quite funny. But she'd um, travel all the way to India for a yoga retreat. Yeah. And um, obviously you should do your research. Yes. So she'd been, like, told to come with a friend. And she's not really into into yoga that much anyway, so I think she didn't really mind. But it was hilarious. So at the beginning of each day, this guy, he would teach you the routine. And then he would say, right, now close your eyes and just keep repeating it. And he'd get used to it every morning. And one day she smelled smoke. She (laughs) opened up her eyes. And the teacher is literally having a cigarette and reading newspaper. Oh my gosh! But he'd like got everyone for like an hour just to go through with their oh eyes closed. Oh my gosh! And told them it was meditation. I thought it was quite, oh, probably quite ingenious, really. Do you not ever do that in parenting skills? Not sit down, read the newspaper, a and have a cigarette. But if I'm really hungover and my children ask me to play, 
Um, I always offer to play doctors and nurses. I'm the patient. Mm. And then I just let them get out a doctor's kit and like Thank wang you. my knees and stuff or whack my elbows and see if everything's all okay. And I literally just go around my whole body. So I lie there with my eyes closed. This has never ha- worked for me I'm though. And I'm like, oh, my toes, my knees, my I need a bandage, I need, you know. The thing is, what you want to try and get them away from is your face. So you want to, you want to suggest casualty. that it's your limbs that yeah. hurt right because when you're feeling sick the last thing you need is them to get that little thing they, when they check your throat and they put it on your tongue and go say ah, ah and they're like ramming it down your tonsils yeah this is quite a good tip or good like tip. shoving something in your ear to see if they can see something that is not advisable so limbs only okay but i reckon you can kill at least an hour and a half by lying there give them a toilet roll and tell them it's a bandage to bandage up on your legs honestly because it just keeps breaking and they do it on mm. repeat for like half an hour which i know of that i remember there was one time i don't get out much but there was one time um i'd come out come back from a night out at 5 45 in the morning walked in with my dress and elders had walked woken up she must be about two and she's like oh, oh mummy why are you in your dress i was like this is gonna be a very long day you were caught doing the walk of shame <laughs> by your own child but hadn't gone to bed i just like come in from clubbing oh. from clubbing with oh. mr t because you know he loves a late night <clears throat> yeah and then he doesn't love a late night <laughs> he, <laughs> he you two are he likes hilarious. You get up before he's even gone to bed half yeah, the time, don't yeah, you? Yeah, we both like the sunrise. Just you just like the sunrise. It's just the start of your day and, and the end, end of, of his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, in fact, he, I'm not sure he was that impressed with me this morning because um, came down and he's in his office. This is at half five, everyone. He half, hadn't yet gone to bed. No. I said, um, I said, where's Snoop? He said, oh, Snoop's outside. Okay, went outside. The sprinklers are on. Oh, I was like, I'm going to work, but Snoop, the sprinklers on. He's like, Oh, I, oh my, I forgot the sprinklers. So he was like, left with a towel because I went off to work. Yeah, with Snoop. Probably the last thing you see. But then he starts barking and running himself out the door. Oh, I don't know if neighbours gonna love me at half five in the morning with a barking dog. No, no. You know my noise sensitive thing. Yeah. I'm probably on the spectrum, to be perfectly honest, if we're being honest about it. But I'm just very noise sensitive. sensitive. Yeah. I woke up, the first thing I heard when I woke up this morning was a neighbour who's not really that close, but I heard them starting their car engine at 6.30 and I was furious. Yeah, you'd hate me as a neighbour. I mean, it's a little bit <laughs> unreasonable, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? They weren't beeping a horn. But they were just it, driving. But when you're up in the morning, I still remember this one time. I must have been 18. Yeah. And driving to David Lloyd in London, where I used to work. <clears throat> I had to be at there at 6 a.m. But I think because I'd been in the car for like 40 minutes or 30 minutes. By that time, it's like, I'm really awake. So I've got my music blaring. <laughs> and driving into this little cul-de-sac where I used to park. So I didn't have to pay and I still remember because you know how like much of a people pleaser I yeah. am. I'm trying to be less, but I definitely was. Then. Are you really trying to be less? A little bit less. How's that going? <laughs> Not so well. <laughs> moments of moments of being okay. okay. Um, but these this couple came out of their dressing gown. <laughs> oh. They were like, "Could you turn your music down?" I was like, "Oh my god!" I didn't realise anyone could hear it. Mm. I was obviously like that teenager, like 
blast in the music round was coming around the corner. Yeah, one of those. One of those annoying pesky teens. Yeah. <coughs> Can you feel calmer now? Um, well, I haven't yet sent my ranty email, which I need oh, I to do. You sent it. You're well, just no, drafting I, it. I was. I've drafted it, and what I normally do is draft it wait a little bit go back and read it and i'm like does it really need to contain the word furious is it about the activities just in the same? yes so we will talk about children a little bit a couple of weeks are very busy aren't they we've Mm. had residential school trip yes uh which was interesting wasn't it so we talked about that last time because you were going to send your elders with a toothbrush yeah and i sent you the kit list and said she needs a little more than a toothbrush and then i actually did go through with her and pack the bag and on the morning of taking her she started taking trainers out because right. she decided she only needed one pair right so i was like why no put it back we've mm. gone through it um she was okay um she didn't sleep at all which i guess is the yeah normal thing so when i did pick her up she couldn't even string a sentence together i mean they look like they've been <laughs> on an sas training camp didn't they we kind of worked it out it's similar because it was like no sleep neither of them my no eldest food. yeah my eldest lost i literally packed her the biggest lunch box that day yeah and by putting it in a plastic bag so i thought it'd be easier so she could throw yeah. things away as she was going through yeah. it somehow she lost the whole lunch box under everyone else's luggage i was like why was it even in the luggage surely it was not it, like next to you <sighs> so she hadn't eaten Hadn't slept. Um, <laughs> yours came back without socks on, even. Mine had no socks on. Same story. I'd packed a lunchbox that looked like even blooming Tyson Fury wouldn't get through it. It was ridiculous. <laughs> My husband was like, who is that for? And I'm like, just in case she gets hungry. I've packed extra crisps in her sleeping bag. I've put extra food in. I tried to be the cool mum and I packed a midnight feast. And I said, but don't tell your teachers because they might take it off you. But you can have it in the night with the other girls. And I thought I'd try and be the really cool mum. Like, not the one who's like, have an extra banana in case you're hungry. (laughs) I packed, like, really naughty chocolates and crisps and things like that. Um, And she did tell me that she had to eat the crisps for breakfast. (laughs) I was like, okay. But at least they got eaten. But she didn't really eat any of her lunch. And yeah, it literally looked like SAS training. No sleep, no food, loads of activities. And short of waterboarding, I think that's what they did, to be honest. I know, it was pretty pretty intense. And it actually is only taken elders two weeks to discuss really any of it with me. So I asked her after yours came back. I was yeah. like, oh, how, how was the trip? Apart from, because she was really upset that she couldn't sleep. And she thought some greater power was coming to like break her her house. She said that maybe because she'd been that naughty. That is some sleep deprivation psychosis. She isn't was it? like maybe some greater power was coming to like bang the door down because she'd oh been naughty. She literally got into one. Um, but afterwards, I did say, "Oh, how was it?" She said she it was okay, but she didn't do the abseiling because she was a bit scared. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of understand. It is terrifying. I'm terrified of heights as well, so... But we even did um, school sports day yesterday. Oh. And it just came... I actually did a whole post. I'm going to post about it. Because I was thinking it just brings back so many memories to me of yeah. how terrified I was at school sports day. Yeah. I was just pretty useless at most things with that. Um, but I think they did quite well. Like, they did okay, no? I think they did well. It's hot. 
And okay, so we'll, we'll moan about the temperature and all the mummy moans in a minute. But in terms of the school sports day, so I remember absolutely hating it. I was terrified as soon as my name was called and I had to do something. Mm. Felt like I was just going to freeze or fall over. Yeah, it's scary, um, isn't it? Do you ever remember going to area sports day when you were at school? What's that? Oh my god! Uh, this only happened once. It was the worst thing I've ever done. What's that? They get all the schools in the county no, together, we've never done this. and you go to one central place, and then you're put into groups with other schools. So oh. You don't know any of the children, oh, no. and not only do you have to compete against total strangers with different teachers, it was horrendous. Like it was probably one of my worst days at school I can possibly mm-hmm. remember. No, that's the thing though. They just if if you're not like the naturally sporty type, it is really scary, isn't it? But you're sporty. But this is what I did well, a whole post about it, but you, I'm not. You're not. I'm not sporty. You? This is why it's really interesting. Like, I literally would have been in swimming clubs. I remember, like, my mum, bless her, she allowed me to go to swimming club, which is so yeah. kind, and, like, signed me up. And I did enjoy it, but I was given flippers. Yeah. To, like, catch up with the normal <laughs> kids. And then I still remember in year six um, at primary school, and I signed up for, you know, like, the football dribbling yeah. race. And it, I was so behind because I wanted to do everything perfectly going round each cone. Yeah. That the headmaster came and whispered in my ear halfway through, you can pick the ball up and run. Oh, no. And I, I just didn't because no. I wanted to finish it properly. And you could see it was like, time, <laughs> time yeah. is coming away with us. But yeah, I'm just not a naturally sporty person. I'm not. And so both of our daughters are tall and slight and yeah. I think running the They're running actually race, really good at running running could be absolutely fine the one thing my daughter didn't do yesterday was run was run because of heat and I was like why didn't you give javelin a miss because those puny little arms aren't going to be sending that anywhere I mean it was not good the javelin <laughs> Um, the long jump was interesting. The long I jump, think, she did really well. Oh, long the long jump. jump. Sorry, I meant the, the high, high jump. jump yeah. The high jump. They were just like horses. They just run yeah. up to it, refuse, and then walk yeah. past. Although, if you look at both of them, I think at some stage they might be good at high jump. They're quite tall and quite yeah, but so, springy. But so am I, and I still can't work out how to do it. It's like I get there and then I do but, some sort of can can. I can't work out what my legs are I meant think to do. The thing as well, I was thinking about it. Do you not remember with? Um, oh, I thought it's your friend, but it's not. I mention names. Um. <laughs> M. Just because the shirt was it the same the shirt yesterday? I, like, I hope that's not because they're meant to be on a school trip. Okay, no, no, it's just the same shirt, but a different walk. Um, sorry, I've been completely distracted. Okay, so I was thinking that the part of the issue is you're actually never taught how to do it. So what a teacher does is they because most PE teachers are athletic right but they so, never demonstrate but they, but they might demonstrate but they don't actually show you how to do it they're like okay you run and you like I saw one of the teachers he was like okay you run and you just do this oh but yeah but if you're not very good at like looking at someone and then doing it it doesn't actually give you any steps how to do it no and that's why I think the only way you can be a really good PE teacher with these sorts of things if, is if you're actually shy to doing them and then you've learned how to do it because then you can help people be like, okay, I don't know what you need to do, but actually what you need to do is put your right foot here and then use your arms and swing yourself over. But if you're naturally able to do it, you can't teach anyone how to do it. Do you also think, like, watching the kids yesterday, there are some that are just naturally athletic yeah. and sporty, aren't course, they? Yeah. And they just do it. And you could tell those kids probably jump onto their own sofa like that. Yeah. Or they're fine. Like, you should see my daughter on a bouncy castle. Yeah. 
or a trampoline. She looks so out of sorts. She just doesn't even know what to do. She just sort of looks really uncomfortable about it. It's just not her thing. Like, run in a straight line. I make her sound like Forrest Gump, but she's really not. She's absolutely fine. But run in a straight line, she can do that. I'm good at it. And she's good at it. The long jump, she was really good. She was best in her class for the long jump. She's got spindly little legs. Oh, that's the thing. I think they were both, both of them were best at the same thing. The high jump, she just literally, if you saw it, she looked like a horse. She just kind of cantered up to it, shied away, and then just like your daughter snuck around the corner and hoped no one noticed. (laughs) Everyone noticed. Everyone noticed. We're watching. And then um, Eldest wasn't held by her shoes. They were really not that. Yeah. Helpful were they? They were like Air Force. Is that what they're called? Like the Nike yeah. Air Force shoes. So we'll just say, won't we, that da- <laughs> Daddy took her shoe shopping. Yeah. And to be fair, I would say for Mister T, I think they were meant to be more for casual use. Yeah. Not for running, but they definitely are for casual use. And yeah. Not, but not, she wore not more sports, sports day. day shoes. No. No. That yeah, for her little ankle, not. She's sports sporting day a large <laughs> blister and plaster, isn't she? She is. Yeah. Well, she took it off today, so fingers crossed. Yeah. I wonder, I want, maybe the youngest will be do better at different things. My youngest has got hers on Friday. and Although, I knowing your youngest, she might just blank refuse to do something. She doesn't want to do it. Yeah, probably. I don't know. No. Just no. No. She's normally, she's got this thing, she's quite like my husband. She's really polite about it, uh-huh. but she just won't fucking do it. <laughs> so they're like, Florence, do you want to pick up your pen and write a sentence about the book? No, thank you very much. I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> darling, when the teacher asks you to do something in your English lesson, she's trying to help you learn. Yes, I know that, mummy, but I didn't want to do it. I said no, thank you. I'm like, yeah. Um, it doesn't really work like that, darling. I, I'm very pleased that you weren't rude to your teacher and you used your manners. Um, but saying no, thank you, I don't want to do the lesson... <laughs> It's not, yeah. Yeah. And that's just... So helpful. But it might be when she's older. I always think maybe well, if we were more so. like that, it would be more useful. Well, we do have the little saying in our house, which is, I can't say a name, can I? But it's basically BMF. So, B more F. Oh, really? Yeah. And we were saying this to my in-laws when my father-in-law was getting quite upset about a work situation. And John was... Mr. J was just like, <laughs> B more F, basically. Yeah, you need to yeah. Just be polite, but couldn't give a shit. Yeah. I, by the way, I feel like, going back on your comment, I think I'm a little bit less of a people pleaser now. You be more F. Do you not think I am a bit more F? You're working your way, aren't I you? I feel like I am a little bit. Yeah. Can you give any examples? <laughs> because your examples of, of being less people pleasing are... Yeah, I think I'm, though, I, I'm trying to think of an example where I have been people pleasing. Where do you think? Okay, I'm going to give you a situation. Tell me what you would do. Okay. You're in a car park. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're pushing a push chair. Your child is crying. Yeah. And you're trying to open your boot to get everything into the car. Right. Okay. And somebody across the car park <laughs> says, excuse me, what do you do? I'm just putting, why, why are they saying excuse me? You don't know. Oh. You don't know. So they're across the car park. So clearly they want to ask you a question or they need some help. But it's highly inconvenient because your, your child's crying. I think crying, I'd probably say, could you give me two minutes? I just put my kid in the car. Yeah. And that's the difference between you and me. <laughs> what would you say? 
I would clearly look over like, not fucking now, are you blind? I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but do you think that's people pleasing or that's just handling and the I, situation? Do you know what? And I think you're being kind to yourself saying that that's what you would do. I don't even believe that's what you would do. <laughs> what you're going to do? I think you would push your trolley over to them and you'll say, and they'd say, oh, you know, ask you some irritating fucking question. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, if you just give me one minute, I'll come in and push your trolley around for you if you're too lazy to do so. Because you're just too nice. Yeah. Okay, well, I will be aware of it. I thought I had worked on that, so we will see. You are, you're freakishly lovely and nice i shouldn't complain you're my friend apart you're lovely in, to apart me apart from in your dreams apart from in my oh yeah have you said it about that oh, yeah no i haven't mentioned that okay <laughs> so i will mention this and again if my husband hears this he will be rolling his eyes something chronic because if i have a weird dream about somebody i tend to act very oddly around them for a little while <laughs> afterwards and this happened with my husband the other day so I woke up and i was instantly in a bad mood with him for no fault of his own <laughs> But dream husband hadn't been very nice. So he had the uh, doghouse treatment for the whole day because of my dream. And I had a very horrible dream about you. And you were an absolute bitch in my dream. And you made me cry and you shouted at me. So I came round to your house and you were like, oh my God, Nicholas being so weird. And this is just how bad at lying I am, aren't I? I think I said, are you okay? I tried to act normal. I was yeah. trying to, like, I was acting like, yeah, this is me being just totally normal. But I was I think really... I said, I said, are you okay? Something like that. Yeah. And you were like, actually, actually, no, we need to talk. Yeah. You were in my dream last night and you were absolute cow. Yeah. And then you hysterically laughed. <laughs> no, no, seriously, you were really horrible. Yeah. I just think you were crying, weren't you? And I was like, pull yourself together or something. Yeah. You came over to me and I was crying and I thought you were going to give me a hug, which you'd never do because you're weird about, you know, affection. Maybe you were just going to tap my shoulder. There, there. Um, But you came over and, like, whispered, you just want to fucking pull yourself together and get a grip. I was like, ah! Oh, we all have weird dreams, though. I have really weird dreams. I always have this. Oh, my God. You've had a whole whole issue. I've been having weird for, for ages actually this one's gone away for a while now which is handy so for a while I used to have a dream about the eldest being hijacked in a car this was years ago and that stopped for a while but it was the same dream every time basically someone would be on this common road in where we live and there was always a traffic jam and then suddenly someone would jump in my car and I'd be like just take the car and I managed to get the little one out and then the eldest one oh. I'd be like he's I'm not sure where the traffic went because all of a sudden this person could drive like 100 miles an hour and the door was open and Eldest is like holding like the thing and I'm like just jump just jump and she was crying and screaming she wouldn't dream jump so that was that was that one dream then for ages I had this car crash dream car crash dream where no I don't see anyone in the car crash Maybe someone help me with this. Be driving along the same road and suddenly I have to slam on brakes. It's like I couldn't see the crash and then all of a sudden it's there. Yeah. I have to slam on brakes. I just see like maybe four or five cars, nothing else, no other traffic, nothing. 
just crashing in front and then I wake up. I don't know anyone in the dream. I don't get hurt. No one gets hurt. So I googled this. Oh yeah. Obviously. <laughs> so anxiety. It thing. is anxiety. But it's so weird, isn't it? Um and then the Well it's not exactly <laughs> gonna be feeling on top of the world, is it? <laughs> then my last one which was really awful was I was taking everyone for a hike. Mm. <laughs> I was taking everyone for a hike with Snoop which is already, already quite stressful because Snoop yeah. doesn't hike yeah. and then I looked at the signpost and I realised I was like on the border of some war yeah. war scenario and I realised that this was not helpful for anyone because I'm like meant to be taking people for a nice peaceful hike but we were actually like on no man's land and it was just crazy I was like just please duck if you hear any loud noises can I just tell you what <laughs> I think is hilarious is there must be some people who you can go and talk to about your dreams who specialise in telling you what they mean and I think just me an absolute con isn't it because I bet they would say have you been hiking recently <laughs> yes do you own a dog yes are you concerned about any wars going on in the world yes oh I would say this is coming out in your dream then isn't it <laughs> That's 150 pounds please we'll see you next week yeah, maybe you can talk to own, me about your car crashes and i'll suggest that maybe you have some maybe you shouldn't drive for a while. hidden anxiety <laughs> or maybe it's because you spend like five hours a day in your car it might be the reason yeah i do love my car though uh yeah lovely right <laughs> lovely i am so i got in rowena's car and i said oh this is such a beautiful blanket so who made this blanket and she said oh my grandmother made it when my eldest daughter's born and I said that's really lovely so why have you put it on the shitty seat where the dog sits it's to protect people's how clothes. many hours do you think your grandma it is really nice isn't it of all the crappy blankets well, you I don't want to stand here, up but it's somewhere it says like love grandma on it it's like got a little label on it it's so cute well, if it's so cute, why don't you wash it and put a different... I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. Do you remember last time when you left a jumper at my house and I washed it and gave it back and you said, oh, put that straight on the dog seat and sit on it? I was like, I've literally just washed your clothes. I'm trying to protect your clothes. This is also the day when I... I the dream day. I'd upset you. Yeah. So it's probably extra volatile. Yeah, probably. Anyway, everyone, I feel like that's enough for today. Um, and I do feel like we will probably have a really up, upbeat one next week because <coughs> we would have had our period. We'll be back to normal. Yeah. Um, so maybe I should hold off on the ranty emails. Do you know that I saw the whole PE team after I dropped my daughters off at school? Yeah, you I said you ran to them. Went and had a bit of a rant to them. We will save this for the next one, but I would say that it was actually quite fun. funny to think about it that, so Nick, Nicola has sent um, or is thinking about sending a ranty email she will she will and all I thought yesterday when I was there is like um, I went into if anyone knows David Goggins I went into David Goggins mode where I was like we can do this team we can do this in the heat all together this is I can't do different mindsets I was like this is good resilience training oh my is that what you thought <laughs> yeah okay this is the difference between us on this day and the different okay <laughs> So I'm there constantly checking the temperature. This is absolutely outrageous. It's 32 degrees. Some of these children... It's 37, was it? Yeah, some of these children are as young as seven years old. This is dangerous. It's a health and safety issue. So I go over to the PTA and I'm buying bottles of water that, like, they've gone out of fashion. You know, they've literally got, like, two cool boxes. And I'm like, I'll have that one. And they're like, one. And I'm like, no, I'll have the box. 
literally of cold water and handing them out to other children other parents and some children take one little sip and then my daughter she looks so hot i get a full cold (laughs) bottle of water and i pour it over her head like a cold shower in the middle of sports day she's like mommy it's freezing i'm like that's the whole point it's gonna cool you down yeah and there was me thinking david goggins like we can do this team. And I will be the parent <laughs> that the teachers would have been like, did you see that nutter parent who oh, got no. bottles of water think and they, poured it over her child? I think they felt the same with you. Not very many of them were in David Goggins mode with me. No. So you arrived, smiley, happy, pair of sunglasses and your car keys. That was it, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Rowena, you're going to die here's some bottles of water, sit in the shade. And what did you do? You walk around in well, the sun, yeah, 37 I, degrees. I felt if we were in it together, my daughter was going to. But you didn't do any running. Well, no, then I was getting pumped ready for it. Were you? Well, because someone told me that I basically, I stupidly had come in work clothes, which basically looks like I'm ready to run. And then This I, is the difference between Rowena and I. I normally basically just live in the same as you, just some sort of like yoga leggings yeah. and a top because you don't have to iron it. It's quick <laughs> and easy, basically. Um, but yesterday I decided that I was going to wear a summer dress and flip-flop so I wasn't in any yeah, sort of running I didn't even think about this. I didn't even know clothes. there was a running thing. But then I thought, you know what? We're all in this together. We are all David Goggin style. We can do this through the heat. If we can do this through the heat, team, we can do this any time. Oh, my. No. I was... I was <laughs> and then it was so hot, they cancelled the parents and the teachers' race, which I was pretty relieved about. And I... No, I'm, I'm cross about that. <laughs> they should have made the teachers run. No, they were literally passing out. Well, I don't care. <laughs> it was their stupid fault to be out there in the yeah. midday sun. I would have made them run a race. They were making the children run a race. It was 37 degrees. So I, I, I was... But then I guess maybe they didn't realise it was going to be that hot. Well, Rowena, there is something on our phones called a fucking weather forecast. And it gives you a 10 to 14 day update of what the weather's going to be. It wasn't a shock. We live in a desert. Don't do sports day in the midday sun, 37 degrees with no shade and no water. It's a shit idea. There we go, principal. That's basically what my email's going to say. On that lovely note, we're going to just let you go on that one. I'll just enjoy I'll, your day. I'll just everyone. go and drive and do a little bit more ranting as I'm driving, I reckon. Keep myself to myself today. <laughs> Have a lovely day, everyone. Have a lovely week and we will see you next time. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.